episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. Now's the time to help us out, and there are so many ways you can. Subscribe, leave us a review, share your favorite episode, become a sponsor, or do all of the above. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Michael Block Talk, on Twitter at Block Talk NYC, and visit theaterinthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars has returned once again, but dare I say, they should rebrand it as Drag Race Some Stars. Moving over to a new streaming service, 13 queens are ready to battle it out for a coveted spot in the Hall of Fame. But who do we think will snag the crown? Let's find out. Joining me to preview everything we know about the upcoming season is my own personal panel of All-Stars, Falls McMoon, Fifi Dubois, and Poison Envy. Welcome! Howdy! Hello, hello, hello. Hiya! How is everybody? Um, New York is open. I know it's exciting. <laughs> it is exciting, and it's also it's a, there's a new a learning curve to yeah. getting back into it, and then also yeah. I'm busier than I was going out of it. So like it's a complete culture shock by definition. Like yeah, like, absolutely. And uh, capacities apparently mean nothing now because everyone's going over capacity. I mean, as lo- my whole thing is, as long as they are actually checking vaccination cards, I'm not stressed about it. Fair. But there are some places that are being kind of lax with it. And I'm like, that that's not the point of this. The reason mm-hmm. why we're True. able to do this is if you're following the rules. Yeah, exactly. Well, it is pride season and World of Wonder has decided to give us a gift and end this month with Drag Race All-Stars season six. Who's excited? I'm indifferent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there we go. I it, like if it was a year or two ago, especially with this cast, I would be super excited. Yeah. But something about like the timing of it just feels off. Also, the fact that it's not going to be on cable; it's going to be on mm-hmm. Paramount Plus. It feels a little more like exclusive. It feels like we're kind of like at a point where, like, I I don't know. I, I feel like like there was this push for drag to go even bigger mainstream, and now suddenly it's like oh, we tried it and like yeah. the fears uh, have been realized of uh, of us not being like, you know, ready for that, that main spotlight position on like VH1 or whatever. And now it's like, oh, we have to kind of like, we can still keep turning out this content, but now it has to be like, you know, well, we I think go I, looking for it again. I think the, the VH1 lineup was getting oversaturated with Drag Race. I think that's why yeah. they decided to do it this way. So that they can I, still I keep with their usual timeline like an all-stars and a season each year da, da, da. and they also went a little balls to the wall with the international season so i think that yeah. also <laughs> added yeah a lot to the to the gumbo i just wish yeah, there was I feel a like way, it... go I ahead if there was a way to more comfortably watch it live for people that like don't have this particular streaming service like if they were doing it on paramount plus plus maybe on like a cbs act or something like something let that they're affiliate even like mtv or something because you said mtv is now on paramount plus as well that would be mm-hmm. one way to like bridge the gap maybe because i feel like it does make it more difficult for people who don't have 18 different streaming services yeah make it exclusively the, the, the on more than one like exclusively on wow presents plus and 
Paramount Plus. Right, because they because like, they used to do it when the when they first moved to VH1, where they would air it like a week later on uh, Logo. Um, but I feel like this is going to be at least a positive thing for those viewing parties because those people who don't have the Paramount Plus and want right. to see the show in real time, they're going to go out. And now that things are reopening, yeah. those hosts of Drag Race viewing parties, congratulations, you're going to get your coin. <laughs> So I like to start off by giving us the facts of what we know for the season so far. And here's what we have. The season will premiere on Paramount Plus on June 24th with host RuPaul and judges Michelle Visage, Carson Kressley, and Ross Matthews. We are being told that it is not just episode one, but also episode two. So that's going to be a long night of drag. Mm-hmm. The winner will receive a cash prize of $100,000 and a spot in the Drag Race Hall of Fame next to Chad Michaels, Alaska, Trixie Mattel, Moni Exchange, Trinity the Tuck, and Shea Coulee. Our guest judges for the season, because they get to actually have a nice lineup of guest judges, will include Aisha Tyler, Big Frida, Charlie XCX, Emma Roberts, Jamal Sims, Justin Simeon, Tia Maori, Tina Knowles, and Zaldi, with appearances made by Alec Mappa, Angela Bassett, Cheyenne Jackson, Fortune Feaster, Jermaine Fowler, Miss Piggy, and Tanya Tucker. Who are you most looking forward to seeing on the show? My drag mom, Miss Piggy. I was going to say. Like, I'm a pig, she's a pig, it all works out in the end. Yeah, I've, I've been obsessed with Miss Piggy from, like, birth. Um, I've always said that she's inspired my drag because she's it's over the top, it's campy, it's but it's still glamorous, and she's a freaking pig. So it's it's just, she's the perfect icon. To me, and I'm so glad that Disney and Jim Henson Studios is allowing this to happen, and I think it's yeah, incredible. I, I was a little surprised by that, but um, Rue obviously was on the Muppet Show um, mm-hmm. when it first came out, and it, spoiler alert, um, but it's been a couple months now, if you didn't watch The Masked Singer last season, the first person on Mass was Kermit, so mm-hmm. I guess Jim Henson and they're, they're letting um, the characters fly a little bit, but I think Miss Piggy is going to be so much fun. I wish they're going to have like a, a night of a thousand Miss Piggy's runway, but that's that's probably pushing. Yeah, I wish she was actually oh, a judge. That would have been but I guess. So yeah. Good. Yes, I. Oh, but maybe they'll bring back. Great. Maybe they'll bring back the puppets challenge though, and maybe that's why Miss Piggy comes in. Maybe it's mm. like a mini challenge or something. Uh, that could be kind of cute. I mean, but according to Miss Piggy, she's not a puppet. Like she's no, a celebrity, no, no, no. She's so a they queen. would never. I don't think Jim Henson would let them bring attention to the fact that Miss Piggy is a puppet. No, no, that's fair. That, that's, that, fair. That, that's fair. Yeah. So All Star Six. I have a little, some little fun facts. This will be the first All Star season with more than two returning queens from a past All Star season. So that's Ginger, Pandora, and Yara. A majority of the cast did not place over seventh on their original season. Mm-hmm. And will feature two openly transgender women co- competing, Jiggly Caliente and Kylie Sneak Love. Yes. Mm-hmm. All-Star 6 is the second All-Star season with more than 10 queens, the first one being All-Stars 1, and a queen to return for a third time after being on two regular seasons. This is Eureka after Shangela was on season two and three. And All-Star 6 has the biggest variety of queens with a queen from every season except for season one and season eight. I mean, don't forget that Eureka was also on the Christmas special. <laughs> right. Well, and and and, and, and Sonique. Kylie Sonique leave. Yes. Yeah. 
Does this, did those really count? I don't know. No, not at all. <laughs> that, was a, that was a marketing stunt. <laughs> it's it, only was, it, was, it was hard to watch, if you it ask was, me, honestly. <laughs> now, I said we don't really get into spoilers, but we're going to get into slight spoiler mode for a second because it's kind of been teased a little bit. But as usual, new all-star rules are in effect as the winner of the challenge will select one of the bottom queens to eliminate should they win the lip sync for your legacy. The lip sync assassin twist will be back. Should the lip sync assassin win, the group's vote will decide who will be eliminated. A new twist will find the eliminated queens facing off in a redemption style, redemption island style lip sync battle to return back into the competition. Ooh, Don't know okay. how exactly this is going to be working, um, but it sounds exciting. Um, so I mean, you're I like not out. I like that better than um, what was it they did? They like put them in a challenge with a partner. I like that because I always loved that from like old reality shows where they would have like yeah. a, a separate reality show where they would all have to compete to get a spot back yeah. in. I like that. Like I Top think it's Chef. A kitsch. Yeah. 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 Last last chance kitchen. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. 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 So this is very, very similar to that. Um, fans of Survivor will know Redemption Island is a really great twist and this is feel more like survivor every every time we do an all-star season so i'm here I, for it i also like it because i feel like it does give more screen time to a lot mm. of the performance as well mm-hmm. which i always love like my whole thing is like i always feel bad for the first eliminated because like they don't mm. get the screen time and i think like we get to see more of them which is sort of what we want yeah yeah that's true yeah and that's and, ex- that's exactly how I feel about that. Like I, the more time we can spend these, with these queens, because I feel like I feel like the whole point of All Stars in my mind is to give these queens a second shot at the spotlight because they didn't necessarily get it the, as well as they deserved the first time around. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's it's true. And this cast, as I joked in my intro, um, we have some All Stars. We have some people who were cast because other people probably said no. Um, not a joke, just a fact. Uh, how overall, before we dive into each individual, do you feel about this cast? I really like it because even the ones that I don't like, I think there's a reason they're there. Yes. And I'll, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll go into details mm-hmm. about that later, but like even the ones I don't like as much, it, it, and especially the ones I don't know a lot about, I'm actually really excited to see like what they're going to bring, especially mm-hmm. the ones from past seasons, like further back. Yeah, I'm... <sighs> about half and half like half I was like yes I want to see more this is who I want to see this is what I've been waiting for and then the other half I'm like okay there's a reason they're here it's either to stir the pot or to piss somebody off or um to shock and awe a la Mimi I'm first no one expected to see Mimi I'm first there and they're (laughs) like well that's exactly what we want we want y'all to be mad stay mad you know yeah it's it's definitely that kind of cast I mean I've, I've said it many times in the podcast, so the listeners who are frequent of the podcast know how much I hurt. I, I hate some of this cast. Like, <laughs> I will get to, to two of them um, that I, like, when we recap their season, I was like, I can't stand them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to be forced to see them again. But you know what? That's, that's good TV because you're getting a reaction out of me. Um, well, there you have know been that, people like that on other seasons that have gotten a redemption in my eyes. Like I sure. didn't. And expect. that's what's interesting uh, following that Meet the Queens is a lot of these contestants are saying, you saw us one way, but we changed. We're going to be different. Right. So it's going right. to be interesting to see if those people that I hated, I'm going to now fall in love with because mm. I like being wrong. Please prove me wrong. Yeah. 
Some yes. of them I don't think it's going to happen. No, are, no. <laughs> are, are you all ready to find out our order? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we are. So I, we're going to go from worst to first. Okay. And we'll do it round robin style, and so we'll go in order. But starting us off, thirteenth place um, from season five, thirty-year-old Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Serena Chacha. Come on, Chacharinas, let's figure out why you're on the show. Um, Serena is the second queen to lip sync every episode she was on without being eliminated first, preceded by um, Akasha. She is the seventh queen to win a mini challenge in the episode she was eliminated in. Serena owns a company called Chacharina Hair, where she sells wigs as Myron Morgan. We will circle back to that a little later because there's some drama. Uh Um, But she is the lowest placing queen to ever return for All-Stars. And she is the first season five queen to compete on All-Stars since Alaska Detox, Roxy, Alyssa, Coco competed on All-Stars too. I don't like Serena Chacha. She was annoying as hell on season five. She was cast as a 21-year-old. We know what you are like at age 21. Mm. She epitomized it. And yeah, she's grown up as a wig stylist, mm-hmm. quote unquote. But how 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 does she get here? Um yeah. what are your thoughts? Who? Me? Yeah. Um, okay, so. I definitely see a glow up in her. And I, uh-huh. this is me being, this is, you know, compliment sandwich. Okay. <laughs> so I definitely see the glow up from her. I've seen um, good things on social media. And then, yes, I did not love her on her season. Did find her annoying. Um, but they put a young ingenue queen in there to exact, to do exactly that, to stir the pot. Like we said earlier. And then as far as um, the wig mogul that she is, um, I've seen wigs online that look gorgeous. I've seen wigs on people in person that look gorgeous. I have ordered a wig from her. It was not gorgeous. Um, I've also heard multitudes of stories from other queens with with similar stories. Like, yep. oh, the wig in the picture was gorgeous. And then I got it and it was a rat's nest. Um, so I don't, yeah, her reputation is not great. And I, I know that. And I have friends that didn't know that they're like, I ordered a wig from her and it was bad, but I didn't know other, everyone had that problem. I said, oh yes, that's the reputation we're going into. And I just think it's interesting that she's really pushing that and her like meet the Queens and stuff. And I'm interested to see if other girls in the cast, like say something about it. Like if they've had issues with her, with hair, which I believe that does happen. Cause I've heard. Thing. Oh yeah! Oh, we will get there. Yep. I mean, we've seen um, things already on social media about it. So uh, yeah, yeah. So that's my. Um, I guess it was a uh, an open face sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Who yeah, else? I don't really have. I don't really have much else to say. Like for me, it's like I just don't know what they're gonna bring that's gonna be that interesting. Because like again, like what I've seen from their season, it's like okay. Okay, you were there and like yeah. I just I don't know if they're gonna if there's anything new if there is there anything interesting we're going to get but if we get some good drama I'm happy with that I'm happy for a good untucked episode yeah I mean I, I, 
I wasn't thrilled with Tatiana when she got on and then she surprised the shit out of me. So exactly. And that, yeah. that's that's how I feel about certain queens. But of everyone from season five, this is the next one in line. That's where I that's what I'm like. I like obviously the next one they would love to have is Ivy Winters. She's just not coming back. It, it's it, it, dead yeah. in the water. They're never going to get her back. She's happy making penises in Minnesota. I get it. <laughs> Live your your best life. She's the monkey um, wrench. For yeah, sure. but then you have like Jay Jolie. You could bring her back; she'd be fun. Um, yeah. Serena just didn't seem like the person I would like to see come back. Balls, how do you feel about Serena? Yeah, that I was surprised that she came back too because I first, well, also I'm surprised to find out. I knew that she had a, a wig line. How do you keep your business up if you have consistently negative experiences, like? Who, why are people still buying her wigs? Like, why are they still giving her credit? Yeah. Um, but, but that's also how I feel about, it seems like it's going, going to be like a, a, a sort of talking a good game where like the Fifi situation where she was like, I'm going to, this is my second chance. I'm going to come back. I'm going to be different, but it feels like it's going to be the same thing where she talked herself up a lot on her season. And like, I personally, like I fell for it a little bit. I was like, Oh cool. She's like an, a visual arts student from college. Like she's young. Like I can like, like, you know, like I can see her like, you know, doing something different and exciting. And then it came down time to actually like, make a garment and and uh, you know do do the damn thing and she like just completely literally like like fell apart like there was nothing to show like there was there was just no substance for the audience to grab onto and be like wow like you know what a yeah. cool there's just there's just nothing there. there's no substance so i'm i'm like i'm hoping for some kind of substance other than her just talking about you know well like you know listing her accolades which the purportedly are not really accolades yeah and and it, it, it what's interesting about uh the meet the queens videos is they're obviously filmed after the season is done um sometimes the producers like to guide them in ways that are going to be helpful for us when we get the story the fact that mm -hmm. she did bring up the wig company i am curious if perhaps that's going to be used against her by maybe a sister in the competition who had another sister who got a bad wig from her and that's an easy reason to vote her out um mm -hmm. So that, that, that's something that's been on my mind. But let's discuss this look a little bit. Um, the look is by Reynaldo Esquerdo and Erica Norell. Hair by Serena Chacha. Um, that, the thing on the top is just god-awful. It looks like like a, a bird is sitting on her head. But the garment itself, without that, is gorgeous. I think she looks great. I like the outfit. I will say, like um, as I said like before we sort of started officially recording. Uh, I do like most of the outfits and the color palette for this, like for this season, for like the theme. And I don't think necessarily hers is the most like, I popping is the one I necessarily am drawn to first, mm -hmm. but it does look good. It's not a bad yeah. one. Yeah, it's just like, put your finger over that top red thing and it it's much better. <laughs> so I, I like it and I like the top red thing actually, but it's the hair with it that bothers me. It's the like the yellow, um, straight, not like it looks kind of frizzed and it's just I I'm not into the actual hair. I almost wish the hair was tighter or she had just done like a headpiece altogether. Yeah. The hair yeah. is not yeah. adding anything to the outfit. The headpiece almost I almost wish it. I guess it is hair. Like it looks like it is hair. Um, it's hair packs or um, extensions. I almost wish it was just feathers, like just a feather headpiece. Yeah, um, I wish she went full bird and not half bird. 
But I think I think she was trying to be like, oh, I do hair. Here's a crazy thing made of hair, like a hair show fantasy. But it the the bottom half of it should be something else to me. Should be up or short or just not not the Ricky's wig that it is. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give this look a boot. I'm not a fan of it. I'm neutral. I would I'll I'll give it a toot. I guess if the option is toot or boot, I say toot. Yeah, I'll say toot. As much as I don't like the hair, I think the rest of the garment is so nice that like I'll let it slide. I would give it a toot. I think it's pretty cute overall. It's it definitely is not like a hundred percent cohesive, but like it's cute. Yeah. Well, the audience, um, again, I like to have the audience vote on my Instagram. Uh, so this came out weeks ago at this point, but the audience was 53% toot, 47% boot. So very much in the middle. Yeah. I like to do a burning question for each contestant. And my burning question for Serena is, Serena Chacha is clearly the bottom of the barrel of the cast. Does she have the goods to play in the big leagues of drag? We'll find out. Any other thoughts on Serena before we move on? Mm-hmm. Uh, my guess is like, she's i don't think she'll be the first out because she is the monkey wrench i think she'll be second or third though still that's fair that's fair all right next up from season 11 coming in 10th place from new york it's scarlet envy (laughs) beefy do you want to kick us off about scarlet sure um i i like scarlet as a person she's very sweet but i didn't uh, the acting challenges she killed in her season loved her in the acting challenge i really thought she deserved honestly i thought she deserved that um get out win by herself i think because it was a get out challenge they wanted to also have someone of color win Mm -hmm. um which understandable but i thought that she kind of stole the show in that challenge for me but then as far as the fashion even her personality on the show didn't didn't win me over i wasn't like i gotta see more um very, again, very sweet girl, lover, love working with her. But I I don't know that she showed enough on the show to make me want to see more on All Stars. That's how I'll leave it, I guess. Fair. That's fair. Yeah, I want to be surprised by her. I think that's sort of where I'm at. Like, I think like my biggest issue was a lot of, was her confessionals, actually. I really, her confessionals really put me off on her season. The way she spoke during confessionals felt very Trumpy. Not like Trumpy, like politically, but the way she used her words, just the way she emphasized certain words, just like it it sounded like a weirdly egotistical sort of thing. And that just like really turns me off because from like other people who do know Scarlett, they've said she's very sweet. Mm -hmm. And like seeing her like not like in the confessional space, she seemed very sweet, but the confessional space just seemed very odd. It just almost uncomfortable for me. Hmm. But I want to be proved wrong. That's sort of where I'm at with Scarlet. Yeah, I mean, Scarlet's back. Is the feeling still mutual? We'll find out. (laughs) Obviously, there's a lot of teasing of, is she the villain? Is that a thing that's going to happen? And I think a lot of that is going to come down to part of, I think, why Scarlet is cast and why Raja is cast is because they were foils for each other. And obviously, we knew that Alyssa and Coco were fine after the facts and you, you had that 10 seconds of, are they going to hate each other, but they're fine. I think that's what they're going here for Scarlett and Raja, because you can't really have either of them without the other. But we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, 
She is the first queen named Scarlet to compete on Drag Race to then be followed by international queen Scarlet Bobo on Canada's Drag Race and Scarlet Adams on Drag Race Down Under. And for those who need a reminder, Scarlet did appear in the six-person lip sync, lip sync against Raja O'Hara and Akira C. Davenport. Um, so maybe that's another thing that is getting thrown in there. Um, Balls, how do you feel about Scarlet Envy? Hey, she frustrates me because she looks so much more interesting. And anytime that, she, like, I follow her on Instagram, <laughs> she looks so much more interesting, and like she has yeah. like so much to share with the drag world and with audiences. And then, like, anytime that she like speaks or like does something, I'm just like, <sighs> like, mm. like I just, I, I don't know. I get so like bored and like I. I just don't like I don't know even if she I would be interested to see like what she's doing if she stays around longer than like a week or two but if even if it is just to be the villain you know just just to give her some some dynamic (laughs) something interesting I guess but yeah I don't I don't know like I wasn't surprised to see her in this lineup but at the same time it was just like I don't know that I'm I care enough to see what she has to show. I, I agree with you. I'm not surprised to see her um, because she does have a following and people do like her. Yeah. Um, my burning question for her is teased as a villain. Will Scarlett's new role make her a target for elimination? She does seem like an easy target because I don't know what her relationships are with anyone on this cast. Well, that's, that's, um, that's what I was going to say. I don't know what she, how she feels about the other girls, what who she's worked with. I haven't seen her do too many of those like tour, big tour things. Mm-hmm. So I don't know no. if she would have built much of a rapport with any of these. Yeah, she, she's mostly seasons. stayed back in New York and did a couple cabaret type things, mm-hmm. did stuff at Club Coming, Don't Tell Mama, which is great because um, that's the kind of thing you want to do. Do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think Scarlett's going to be a very interesting one on the show. But let's talk about this look. The look is by Anya Nees. I think she looks gorgeous in this it's, color. It's it? stunning. It's yeah. Yeah. hair. I love it because she's the only one that really chose like just one color. Everyone else has like two. And like so mm-hmm. she really does stick out in that look because everyone else was like, oh, this is sunset palette. So that means my hair should also be sunset palette. But the people that really went with like a natural tone, they actually pop more than some of the other people yeah. in the cast. Yeah, it's really simple. Her body looks incredible. Mm-hmm. The fit is like almost too good. Like <laughs> she looks like a drag queen. She's perfect. She's she looks yeah. so Brilliant. gorgeous. Um, I love the, even, the simple shoulder thing. It's yeah, it's great. It's great. I was just gonna say that it's gorgeous, and even her legs look great. They, they yeah. they're they're beautiful. I mean, she is a stunning human. Um, and this look is probably one of the best things that we've seen her in. It's giving me almost elevated Alyssa. I know that sounds really mean. <laughs> But it's like oh what Alyssa wants to look like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But I love Alyssa, but this is no, like, I mean, Scar- Scarlett just yeah. has one of those perfect faces to paint mm-hmm. because it already has those feminine features and she just knows the shape of her face very, very well. Yeah. She um, is so stunning. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just gorgeous to look at. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I, I think the one thing we are all kind of in agreement is she is one person outside of the show and she's a character on the show mm-hmm. and i think that's going to be the big test here is yeah. if she continues yeah. this and um, i hope so i love a mirror um, so fantasy yeah. yeah 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 yeah. this look i'm going to give it a toot oh yeah oh, absolutely oh yeah the audience, the, board. the audience was 80 percent toot 20 percent boot okay all right sure jan 
<laughs> not, not yet. We're not, no, oh, sorry. We're not there yet. <laughs> we got to wait uh, a minute for that one. I'm sure. Yeah, we, we got it. We're, we're sticking in season 11. Um, she's now lives in Los Angeles, California. Uh, munch, munch, crunch, crunch. Silky is motherfucking ready. Once again, uh, she came in third and fourth. We're talking about Silky Nutmeg Ganache. Poison, start us off, please. So I do not like, I did not like Silky on their season. I'm not really excited to see them back, but they are good drama. That's the one thing is I, I don't, as much as like, I would, I believe that talent wise, I think they would go home early. Rue really likes Silky for some reason. Mm -hmm. And even though like they can vote off, people can be voted off. Rue can still put people in certain positions where they're not in that voting. Like, I, I see Absolutely. them going a little further only because of like Rue's love of them and the drama they're going to bring. But like, I'm not that excited for them, especially with some other personalities here. It's going to be a lot of yelling. <laughs> so spoiler, Silky is one of three that I uh, hate actively mm-hmm. as a character on television. Not as a drag queen, as a right. character on television. Um, it was one of those situations where, I mean, my burning question is Silky was a producer favorite, but not a fan favorite. Will she be able to turn around public opinion this time? Um, she was forced onto us and she got so many passes and there were so many wins that she received that I was like, how that this is just because, as you said, Rue wanted her to win. Like, that's game, Really? 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 You, you, you played herself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to be curious to see how she handles this season. Um, I got some, some, some facts to share about her, um, to combat gerrymandering. She is a registered Republican, but doesn't vote Republican. She is the first Chicago queen to win snatch game. She is the third contestant to win both the Rusical and snatch game in a single season after ginger minge in season seven and Benda Creme in all stars three. She is the fourth plus size queen to make it to the finale after Roxy Andrews in season five and All-Stars 2 and Ginger Minj in season seven and Eureka in season 10. And just one more thing to remind everyone on January 5th, 2021, Silky was seen in Porto Vallarta dancing amongst an unmasked crowd with Vanessa Vangie Mateo. So just to remind people what she's been up to. Wells, how do you feel? Yeah, I find it difficult to like her too for a multitude of reasons. One of them, it wasn't from the show itself, but one that you mentioned was that like once I found out that she was like like votes Republican and I can see that kind of as like, like as a queer person, maybe you're like, you know, change things from inside the house, you know, or like, right, you're like, well, if I have control over who gets uh, uh, elected in the primaries, then I don't have to worry about it so much later. So like, my brain is trying to rationalize it that way. But other than Mm -hmm. that, like, I really can't seem to like, come to terms with the fact that this is somebody who is like, for our community, when they, and, and, and so it's hard to support someone like that. Yeah. And so it, it like, I mean, like a big personality, but it's, it's hard to, it's hard to support yeah, and, that. And there it, were those allegations of um, some sexual misconduct. Yeah, um, that always is on the mind. Clearly the show doesn't really care about that kind of thing anymore. Um, they're giving a lot of people passes nowadays and that's just a thing. Um, but I don't know, there, there's something about Silky that I'm just not excited about. Like I've said many, I'll say it again. 
I want to be proven wrong. I don't think I'm going to be proven wrong by Sophie. Uh, just in the Meet the Queens, is like, you have not changed and you're admitting you have not changed. Yeah. <laughs> I find I find Silky what I will say I will find Silky excruciatingly annoying 100% and I know that's like common that's the commonplace opinion of Silky Meganash I have worked with her in person she's very nice um, she does give back a lot and donates her time a lot and donates to a lot of charities and things like that um, I did a New York Food and Wine Festival event with her and she donated back her um, her booking fee. She paid for her own flight and room and everything. She's really um, good with that sort of stuff. Um, and this is all pre-pandemic, pre the Puerto Vallarta situation. Um, but then, yeah, I know a lot of people that seem to like her. So I'm hoping that maybe we'll get to see some of what Silky is beyond the show on the show. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, because I know Honey Davenport loves silky and hangs out with her all the time they're very good friends uh, i mean vanji who a lot of people find annoying but like obviously goes to bat for her and loves her um so hopefully we'll get to see some of that personal relationship because she does know these girls and has worked with them personally maybe we'll get to see more of the personable home side of silky outside of the television personality side of silky now for me one of the things that i never loved about silky was her fashion so let's talk about this look. The look is by Troy C. Ford, hair by Coco Van Cartier, jewels by Conflot. My thing is, I just don't think it fits well. So I'll say two things. I think this is a gorgeous photo. Mm-hmm. I think she looks stunning in the photo. Face, hair, jewels, everything. The outfit, it's not a great fit, but it's also the material. Maybe the way it's being photographed looks a little, I won't say the sea world, I'll say inexpensive. Correct. <laughs> It looks, yeah, not not great. And I know Troy and I know his work is usually impeccable. Um, so maybe this was rushed or maybe it was material chosen by her and it wasn't what he wanted to work with necessarily. I don't know, but it's not, it's not my favorite. I mean, it's definitely elevated from things we've seen her in. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's not as strong as I would have hoped it. Yeah. But the hair is gorgeous. The hair oh, is definitely stunning. beautiful. Pattern. The hair, the face, and the jewels all look great to me. From the neck up, she looks great. <laughs> <laughs> it's See, I have to admit, I kind of like, in terms of Silky's looks and things mm. that I've seen from her, like, I really do like this look. Mm. Like, I like that kind of, like, superhero-y kind of Wonder Woman-esque. Mm-hmm. Like, she looks super powerful. And yeah, like, it's a strong photograph in and yeah. of itself. But, um, I, I yeah I don't know I guess like fashionable like I don't know much about fashion but I but so <laughs> there's that but I don't know I yeah as much as I'm not a fan of her I am a fan of the look the look I think is okay it's not my favorite it's not my least favorite um I do think in the group photo you do lose a bit of it because you lose quite a bit of the Love cape it. in the group photo so you only pretty much get like the bustier mm-hmm. and that for me it's like you are a metallic print bodysuit mm-hmm. yeah so it does lose a bit of its flair when you're looking at the full canvas i feel yeah it's it's again it's elevated for her but for me it's not quite there yet so i'm a little nervous to see what she's going to bring on the show i personally will give this a boot fashion wise i'll give it a boot i'm so on the fence for this one um yeah same 
I don't I don't know what to give it. I guess I would say Books is just a bodysuit with some like cape extensions. Yeah, I I still can't go one way. I wanna I wanna say toot, but at the give same it a toot time, balls. Like you wanna give it a toot? Yeah, it's give toot. It a or toot. like a new, like a neutral. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the audience was sixty nine percent toot, thirty one percent toot. So. Really? Yeah, they, they were a fan of it. But that's that's that is Miss Silky. Are we are we ready for our next queen? Yes, please. Ooh, yeah. We are sticking in season eleven, coming in ninth <laughs> place from Dallas, Texas. Another one of the people that I can't stand, Raja O'Hara. <laughs> Balls, start us off. Um, yeah, I mean, she's a lot. She's got a big personality. I always wanted to root for her because I believe she also came from SUNY Purchase, which is where I went to school. I think mm-hmm. did Fifi? Did you go there? I too? went to SUNY Purchase. Did she go to Purchase? I, I believe so. I heard that somewhere. Um, I'm maybe I'm making that. things up. I, I, <laughs> that's possible. I made that up, but I like. I definitely. I feel like I read that somewhere about her. So I remember being like, "I want to support you in this," but yeah, she's just got like a big personality, which I mean is great for the season because, like, I don't know. You always want like at least a couple that are like not. I don't know. Not not necessarily problematic people like Silky, but like, but are are like you know gonna bring the the TV drama so to speak and and I feel like she's like she's like that also she comes from like the house of O'Hara and like I don't know I was always a fan of Asia I feel like she still has some like cool interesting unique kind of looks and you know I'm excited for that so yeah so oh right right let, 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 let's get well I'll share my thoughts on Miss Raja go ahead. um go ahead things Seth. we know about her uh Raja's favorite color is purple her drag cousins <laughs> are um Akiria and Jiggly Caliente. Um, she appeared in the fi- infamous six-person lip sync. Um, she is the fourth person with the last name O'Hara to appear on the show following Fifi, Eureka, and Asia. Um, she was paired with Ginger Minge in the season 11 photo shoot mini challenge. Um, she's tied with Carmen Carrera and Roxy Andrews on All Stars 2 for having the worst performance record on the dusted or busted scoring system with a negative eight. Um, she's the sixth queen to land in the bottom four times following Coco Montreal in season five, Roxy Andrews in All-Stars and Kennedy Davenport in All-Stars. And I can't stand her. I um, had to apologize to Honey Davenport when she did the recap with me. I was like, I just didn't, I know you guys are very, very close, but as a TV character, she just annoyed me. And she only stayed over you, honey, because honey, you know, that you were not giving them the TV that Raja was about to give them. Mm. Um, my burning question about her is she's back. Will Raja be there to stir the pot once again, or actually be there to compete to win? Um, I just, not, there was nothing about her on season 11 that I resonated with. I never found anything about her to like. She wasn't a rootable villain. That was actually the same issue I had because my roommate and I watched a lot of this season together. Um, my roommate or old roommate Harley Queen, and we both have sort of the same thing where we're like, we like a good villain narrative, but this is just coming off as me. It didn't really feel like, like a villain narrative. It just felt very pointed and like angry and mean. Whereas like Fifi at least had like a lot of one-liners. You could sort of be like, oh, that's funny. There was nothing they said that I really found funny. I just was just like, this is almost offensive. She, she didn't seem like a villain to me. She's more like, I don't want to, this thing sound rude. She sound more bitter, like mm-hmm. just like mad that, that about everyone else's. Like the right word. Yeah, like about everyone else's success, 
wanted to cut other people down because they were succeeding and she wasn't and she deserved the world and any girl I have a problem with any girl that says well I did lip sync for a living so I'm here to lip sync I'm gonna lip sync as many times as I need to girl (laughs) I don't need to hear it ever again like editors edit out stop using it as footage I'm over it (laughs) I stop it stop it stop it stop it silky net tried to do it too and I was like one you're not even doing that bad so why are you adding to this (laughs) stereotype and yeah so she was just a lot and then there was the dancing challenge problem uh, (laughs) where she said she was a dancer which she, I believe she is, but she kept saying, well, I was a dancer. I said, mm-hmm. you do drag for a living. Do you not still dance on stage every night at your shows? So how are you going to say you have no experience learning choreography or dancing? And even uh, Kennedy Davenport, who is a dancer, she will tell you she is not a choreographed dancer or a classically trained mm-hmm. dancer. She does have training and have a dance background, but she is an improv artist and a bucking queen that is what she's known for and that is what she's good at so when it comes to being choreographed it's a little more difficult for her so be honest about that I think that was the choice and people will always say in the aftermath they will say oh well you should never tell them what you're good at because they're always going to get you for it and they got her gal so (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. I think that's going to be the biggest thing with Raja is again I prove me wrong I yeah think she was humbled by the experience because mm-hmm. I don't think she loved watching herself back and I don't think she got a good fan reception because I remember um, that next drag con no one came to her no one wanted to visit her because she was just so unlikable so I think she's going so to sad. take that experience and make the best out of this and well, you know I, I hope for her it, she does do that Go ahead. in the in the meet the queen she did bring that up too which I think she I believe she was one of the only ones that really explicitly brought up their reception and how they want to be perceived. I think a few people mm-hmm. mentioned how they've changed, but I think yeah. Raja was a lot more specific in their Meet the Queens, if I remember correctly. And I look forward to seeing them because I do want to be proved wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, that's I mean, the I always say, I'm always happy to be proven wrong. I'm always mm-hmm. happy to be proven wrong to show me that that's not really the person you are or like that's not the edit you deserve, da, 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 da. But yeah, but when she comes out of this and blames it on the edit again, it's the exactly. Fugio Hera situation all over. You know, I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. The tiniest so, violin. Let's play it. Let's look. Coat by Ariel O'Hara Monroe. Corset and jumpsuit by Raja O'Hara. Hair by Serena Chacha. Oh. Um, Serena got this one right, uh, even though the yeah, colors are a little a nice weird. Um, I'll tell you right now, there's one thing about this look that in the photo, it looks fine because I think some editing happened. But if you watch that Meet the Queens video and zoom in on that star on her chest, oh my God, it is so poorly constructed. It is not even, it is terrible. Um, and she's the one who made it. So can't blame yes. anyone but yourself, girl. But I will that say, make, said, making your own outfit, though, for, like, a promo shoot like this, yeah. kudos to you for that. Well, I mean, yeah. Jada, made, Jada made her promo shoot uh, look, and that was exceptional. Um, but, yeah, th- th- this th- th- this look, um, I think, is really fun. It's very smart. It's saying, I'm an all-star. I'm here. I'm literally wearing stars. And the colors on her just look so great. So, that's... Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's so shaped it. well. It looks so mm-hmm. good. This 
the the colors like punch you know yeah. it looks so stunning visually i'm obsessed with it and it's so disappointing to like i know have an, an amazing vision like this in your head and then go to try and make it yourself or like not having the resources to have somebody else make it and then trying to make mm -hmm. it yourself and like the, the the vision doesn't or the reality doesn't live up to the vision so at least there is this image. I, I love it. Yeah, it's giving it me Gemini so holograms. Good. It looks yeah. incredible. Yeah. She's a superhero um, here. It's great. The silhouette, yeah. the, the the poppiness. It's giving me Gemini holograms slash like '90s Barbie or like early 2000s Barbie when it was all about stars and pink and yeah, it's it's great. I love the cape like jacket with it too because mm -hmm. it really shows you the shape of the corset body too, mm -hmm. which I think really helps a lot too. Like. It was a well thought out look and that hair really does look really nice. Like that Serena Chaja, I will yeah. give that one to you. Like that, it's the perfect color and it looks so great on her skin. It's a good look. Yeah, I'll give it a two. Oh yeah, it's absolutely. 100%. Because she made it. <laughs> yeah, audience 85% to 15% boo. So Raja, you're the one I want you to prove me wrong. You give me good TV, but also be a good person and I will be a fan of yours. Change it around. So this, this is your chance. All right, ready for our next contestant? Absolutely. Yes. Coming in from season four, 39 years old from New York City, it's Jiggly Caliente. Mm. I call you Jiggly. Um, she has new teeth, which is great. Um, <laughs> I know there was rumors that Bianca helped her buy it. I don't know if it's true or not, but Jiggly becomes the fifth drag race contestant to come out as transgender after All Stars 6 is Sonique, Carmen Carrera, Kenya Michaels, and Monica Beverly Hills. Her drag cousins are All Stars 6's Akira C. Davenport, Raja O'Hara, as well as Honey Davenport. And for those who may not know, Jiggly portrays Veronica Ver Ferocity on FX's Pose, which just ended. I never thought we would see Jiggly on an all-star season. And I never really wanted Jiggly on an all-star season, but she has shown so much growth as a human over the past couple of years that I'm excited for her to have a chance like this. Because again, like, I don't think we would have ever seen someone like Trixie Mattel on an all-star season had she not blown up post-show. And I think mm -hmm. Jiggly hasn't gotten to that point, but she's definitely blown up and blown up and, I'm excited to see what she's going to bring. Who wants to talk about Jiggly next? I'll talk about Jiggles. I love her. I, she, you know, she's one of those people that's like not always the nicest to me in person, but I still like her. <laughs> yeah. Like I still love her because she's so adorable and bubbly. And she's, she's a bit, she can be a lot on social media too. Like with her, she's one of those that like loves to always kiki with her friends, but I'm like, this is going to get you in trouble one day. Cause she'll like, make snide remarks to people on Facebook or on Instagram or whatever. And I'm like, somebody's going to take this and read it the wrong way. And, but I think she kind of has a gives no fucks attitude. So she doesn't really care because yeah. you know, she's, she's hood and she'll tell you that. Um, I'm excited to see her. I think, yeah, I want more Jiggly on TV. And I think, yeah, I've seen her. I saw her on, um, what was it? Uh, Broad city. She's been on pose. I've seen her do a lot of acting. Is she the greatest actress? I don't think so. <laughs> but I think that she's got a great personality and I think she's fun. And I would, I'm happy to see her back on reality TV because I think I want to see more of Jiggly, not Jiggly trying to play a character. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, a yeah, I'm with you. I'm a little torn because as much as I want to like Jiggly, 
There's also the plagiarism allegations with Jiggly that really turned me off for them, for her. There's the plagiarism with her song, I Don't Give a Fuck, where mm. she allegedly like plagiarized the song, but then said that she didn't hear the song beforehand. So it's it's weird because her reaction to the, to the allegations were, I don't care about that queen, even if I did accidentally plagiarize, not I'm going to apologize because I didn't mean to, but like right. it, it, it's that's, a, that's it's her very, personality though. That's yeah. That's I mean, I, I can totally see that. And it, that's the one thing that keeps me on the fence on the one hand, she looks amazing. And I'm so happy that she's been able to like have success in her career and like, you know, be a proud, beautiful trans woman. But I'm also just like, but then there's that other side of you that I really don't Sure. One thing I will say, I'm excited, forgot to mention this, is that she represents that trans experience where she can't she can't get surgery, so she's not going to get surgery. And I think that that's really interesting to see on national television saying that trans women don't have to have breasts or don't have to get their butt done or don't have to get facial feminization surgery to be, and that doesn't make them less of a woman. And I think that that, to, show, to see that on TV and on Drag Race is is exciting for me as a ally and as a viewer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, for those who haven't seen um, Drag Race España yet, uh, we did have that moment yes. um, last week with Intent mm-hmm. uh, sharing that you don't need um, this, the transition or a doctor's letter saying so. So I hope mm-hmm. that we get to now have that kind of conversation on the show with Jiggly. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. Um, the look is by Angel Alaya, hair by Chastity St. Cartier, jewels by Alias Closet. She looks incredible. She really, really looks incredible. And um, let's be honest, you, you're going to have a massive glow up after what she looks like on season four when she was a hot potato. Um, but this, this is going to be exciting to see her now have the funds to really give us some really fashionable runways. Also, how do you feel about Jiggly's look? I think this look, this look in particular is so stunning. I love it. Um, this is super obscure and it's definitely not a reference that they use, but for some reason, I, it's randomly reminding me of an album I was obsessed with, which was uh, Adina Menzel's I Stand and this like beautiful flowing fabric. Anyway, that's so mm-hmm. random, but uh, <laughs> it's because uh, she just looks like so gorgeous and, and, and stunning and just like so confident. And like, I remember like watching her on her season and like, specifically that one like comedy challenge and she like didn't know what to do and and was like not sure how to make something funny and wanted to be like take things very seriously and stuff I feel like uh you know if anything it'll be exciting to see her kind of like do like I don't know take ownership of who she is which is what I'm seeing in this image and like really yeah you know share that more this season um and for those who may not have noticed the promo shot, she's wearing blonde hair in the Meet the Queen. She's a brunette. Um, both work with this look, so that tells you something that it's a good look. It's versatile. So yeah. good. It, it is really pretty. I like the asymmetrical shoulder moment, and it, you really get to see it really well, too, in the group shot, which I like. I like that, like, I feel like this look looks good, both solo and group, which not all the looks, I feel like, do that as well. Mm-hmm. Like, this one just, and it's also, it is a simple look, it's pretty much, you know, a mini dress with a little cape extension. But I don't, I, I don't care. It's, it's style. See, I, I feel the opposite. I, I think it's a cocktail dress with a cape. I'm not, okay. I'm not, I'm not thrilled by it. Um, 
yes, there's like the draping and things like that, but it's a draped cocktail dress with a sequin applique on it. I'm not thrilled. I almost wish they had not thrown the fabric or maybe not thrown it as much so that it was more mm-hmm. of like a train to give it more of like a gown yeah. feel. Yeah. But because they threw the fabric up, it just looks, it's a cocktail dress with a piece of fabric. That's fair. Totally That's fair. how I feel about it. Sorry, don't hate me, internet. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give her I'm, a two. I'm already vague booking about you. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I'm going to give it a two. I like it. I'll give it a two. I give it a two as well. I'm going to boot it. That's fine. Audience was... Audience was 87% to 13% boot. I'll be the My 13%. burning question for uh, Jiggly is, Jiggly is back and seemingly better than ever. Will her post-drag race journey bring the confidence she was lacking on season four? I think it's going to. So I, I really could see Jiggly coasting pretty far because she's mm-hmm. not going to be seen as a threat. And then all of a sudden, she's going to get far enough and you're going to be like, wait, we have to get rid of her because she's got a good story. Mm-hmm. So I, I think Jiggly is going to be one to keep an eye on. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, rounding out the people that I can't stand. From <laughs> season nine and season 10, it is Eureka with an exclamation point. Um, currently living in Los Angeles. Um, ah, Eureka, they found the elephant queen again. Um, Fifi, how about you kick us off? Um, I will say, this is how I'll say it. I didn't need her to come back. That nope. and I don't think she needed the show either because she's got great success with We Are Here. Um, she's doing a lot with brand ambassadorship. Um, she's got a great social media presence, all of that. So I don't think that she needed it, which is also why I'm saying I don't need it. <laughs> uh-huh. I didn't uh-huh. need to see more of her. Like it's it, it's so she's another one that I did find quite annoying on her season. But she did do well in some of the challenges. Um, and I actually, kind of the opposite of Jiggly, I do enjoy Eureka's acting. I think she's a pretty good actor. Um, and like seeing her in the things that she's been doing. I didn't love her on Drag Race and don't necessarily see, need to see her more on Drag Race. Yeah, um, Eureka for me is one of those people who, again, just like Silky, the producers told us you have to like her. Um, obviously I was very biased and bitter because I don't think she should have been in, um, the top four. I think it should have been Ms. Cracker. Um, obviously Ms. Cracker's never going to get the redemption she's, she deserved because she lost to Shea Kool-Aid because that was always going to be the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Eureka, I've just, again, someone I don't resonate with. Um, she is notoriously known for popping her knee during the tear battle uh, challenge that caused her elimination. It was later discovered that she had a torn ACL, which surgery was needed, and she was the first queen to be sent home for an injury. She identifies as gender fluid and apparently, according to the wiki, lived as a transgender woman for a period of time. She is the first ever returning queen to reach the final of their next regular season. She is the first queen to appear on three on three seasons and have her name stylized three different ways. <laughs> uh, so it was Eureka O'Hara. Now, uh, then it was Eureka. Now it's Eureka with exclamation point. Um, as a reminder, she did appear on the Hall of Slay special alongside Bailey Sunique Love, and she's a cast member on HBO. Uh, we're here with Bob the Drag Queen and Shangela. I just don't know what else we're going to gain from a Eureka performance. Yeah, that's how I feel too. I just feel like 
we got two seasons plus a holiday special plus we see them everywhere else plus their voice is so loud that like you can hear them when they're typing like <laughs> oh god i just i'm not excited for it i there's there's nothing more i want to learn i would rather get cuckoo one more time oh god yeah like i'm here for it i love I would, her like I love her. I love Cynthia. So like I would just ra- like I would just rather anyone else with a loud voice. And and this season is is heavy with plus size queens. Not a bad mm-hmm. thing. Um, no, not it's a bad just thing at all. very heavy. Like where's this, Darian Lake? Where's the true elephant queen, Darian Lake? Exactly. <sighs> I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, again, when it comes to casting a show, there are certain <laughs> slots that you have to fill, and I do think Eureka probably took a couple slots from people um, just because the producers love her. And I think with this cast, it's going to be hard for you to love her again because she's going to tr- have to keep up with so many other big pers- personalities. So That's true. But, you we'll know, see. could be proved wrong. Maybe the yeah. other big personalities humble her. I don't believe it'll happen, but maybe. Yeah. Well, and she's well, not that big of a bulldozer on we are here as she was on drag race so i don't know maybe that's the format of the show or maybe she's changed a little bit she's taken a back seat a little bit and it's probably bob told her uh my show not yours (laughs) (laughs) boss how do you feel about eureka exclamation point i mean i agree that like i i still think she's funny and like we've seen that and obviously rue loves her and the judges love her and and she's definitely made a, a presence like and a, and a stamp on the, the show like she she has a lot of memorable moments that were really funny um in terms of the challenges at least and I don't I, I feel like it's already like we've seen it all before and I'm yeah so unless she has something really new and exciting to show us that we haven't seen like I'm not like other people said I'm not I'm not that thrilled I I can still see her lasting longer than we've placed her here in this like mm-hmm. average but um you know yeah. I yeah. Know. I mean, my burning question, she's back again, but will third time be the charm or does she just not have what it takes? Let's go through this look a little bit. Um, hair by Wigs and Grace, jewels by Rocks by Cox, nails by Nails by Glamazon, look by Marco Marco. Um, the thing we need, I would like to bring up first is it has been discussed. I don't know why. Why does she only have four fingers? Where'd her finger go? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Oh my God. Actually, if you look, it almost looks like you can see the nail on one hand. Almost looks like she had a random pinky bend or something. It's if weird. I caught, um, it's I, oh. She discussed it on Priyanka and Brooklyn's uh, podcast, but I didn't get far enough to listen to it. Um, but yeah. I think, uh, that, I think the finger is like back. Like it's maybe so behind strange. her hair. I don't know. Um, but the look, uh, for me, I just get sucked into the eyes. I don't know why that eye makeup is so heavy. It it pulls, she's sucking your soul out. It's so bad. My issue is actually the nails because the nails are so dark with the rest mm-hmm. of the look that like, I mean, it is also just a jumpsuit with some tool. And I'm going to be honest, everyone's wearing tool on runways right now. And I'm sick of it. I'm yeah. sick of everyone wearing tool. And it's crazy. This is Marco Marco. Yeah. We just saw Marco Marco destroy every runway with uh, Got Mick. This is not right. Um, it's, so it's really basic it's, for Marco Marco. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it's a collaboration issue here, or 
Well, I'm not sure. I have a theory. So Mm -hmm. I think because, and Willem says this all the time, don't bother stoning something that much because it's not going to read. And in this photo, it looks like she's wearing sequin dot fabric. It's clearly all rhinestones, but it reads like sequin dot fabric and it doesn't look good. Um, It's, it's not worth it to be, it's not going to photograph well, unless you have the right lighting and effects on you to make it look like it's encrusted because it's clearly encrusted. Maybe she wore this on the runway or on stage, you'd be blinded by the amount of stones. But because mm-hmm. it's in a still photograph, it looks like sequin, like cheap sequin dot fabric. I also don't really like the hair with it. Like I just, yeah. I, I, I like the individual elements to a certain mm-hmm. extent, but I don't think they're cohesive together. It looks like the hair is like a one look. It like that's exactly it looks what like I was Big Bird. Say. Looks it like looks so disjointed. Like they're like sure it's the same color palette, but they look like so many different looks from the the nails and the rings on her fingers mm. to the outfit, like the, the costume itself, and then the hair. Like if she had done her signature, like swooshed back, like big, like I feel like mm. like it it might have worked a little bit more. But still, something like the hands look so dark and unbalanced, and it's drawing all this attention and making her hands look bigger, and like everything else is like soft and I don't know. It's it's weird. It just it it just looks it's so so weird and so many different things to look at. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's a no for me, dog. Yeah, it's a boot. <laughs> it's a boot. Boot. This is yeah, it's a boot. Audience, thirty-five percent to sixty-five percent boot. So yeah, yeah, not feeling it. Okay, all right. Next up from season two and All Stars one, it's mm. the oldest cast member at forty-nine years old. It's Pandora Box. Um, Granny Pandy is back. Um, Poison starts off with Pandora Box. So I'm actually extremely excited for Pandora to be back. Um, mm-hmm. I personally think they might do a little better, but I also just like, I, I don't know, like we need somebody to carry Snatch Game, first of all. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a reminder, she didn't win. She didn't win she, that challenge. No, she did. She did not yeah. win. Like, she didn't win any challenge. Yep. Challenge. But I just, I think she deserves another chance. I think she has blown up quite a bit from her season. She looks much better than she did on her original season. Um, I don't know. I just, I am excited to see her. I don't really know how else to put it. I guess I want to have a Tatiana moment with her. I want her to be mm-hmm. on there and just really do something really cool and be like, you know what? Yeah, this bitch is back. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Pandora Box was crowned Miss Congeniality of season two. She was a guest on the Ricky Lake show on the episode Get a Grip Doll, You're Too Fat to Be a Drag Queen, um, which also featured her drag mother, Darian Lake. Um, she shares a birthday with fellow season two and All-Star 6 competitor Kylie Sonique Love. She was a professor on Drag U from seasons one to three. She is the second queen to reach the top five without winning any challenge. She originally was cast on All-Stars 1 after Sharon Needles declined the slot after winning a fan Facebook contest. She is the first queen to walk into the workroom on All-Stars and the only queen to enter first and not place as runner-up or winner following Katya, who was the runner-up on All-Stars 2, Trixie Mattel won All-Stars 3, Winnie Cart runner-up on All-Stars 4, and Shea Kalei, winner of All-Stars 5. So we'll see how that trend happens for this next one. Um, also, fun fact, uh, Pandora Box used one of the poll quotes that I wrote in my review on one of her posters when she did a show at the Beachman. So I have a special <laughs> connection with her. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for Pandora Box, mostly because if she does well, maybe this will be a chance to finally get Aggie Dune on the main show. 
because mm. um, she's incredible. But I, I think Pandora is going to be a, very much the Tatiana of the season where you're going to be like, why is she here? Even though we already saw her tanker career with uh, Mimi on first. She's, she's got the good. She is so fucking funny. I mean, I just hope, I hope she gets the opportunity to maybe do a stand-up challenge or a comedy challenge, comedy writing challenge so she can really shine. Um, otherwise, if it's going to be a lot of design challenges or based on fashions, we saw that she struggles with yeah. fashion uh, choices. Um, I'm, uh, yeah, I am excited to see her. I've been begging to have her back so that she gets a chance to shine on her own. Um, but I have a fear that she might be a little out of her league with these double-digit season girls as far as like fashion and personality goes. Yeah. Yeah. And in a, in a game where votes do matter, mm-hmm. who are her Alliance members? Like what is her relationship mm-hmm. with um, Ali Snook love? I feel like her and Ginger probably run in the same circles. I say she lives um, in LA, so she should work with a lot of them. Right. Cause I mean, she doesn't um, do a lot of the big gigs live with like Morgan and everyone, but she's mm-hmm. still present. Um, I I think it's going to be very interesting to see how she does because again I feel like she could be just like Jiggly coast on through because you're not going to see her as a threat and then all of a sudden you're at the end and she can slay you in a music challenge if that's how it Mm -hmm. ends Mm -hmm. this look is by Howie B hair by Billy Lamore jewels by Ant Accessories it does age her a little bit but I think she Looks great. I think she's she, she's having fun. Um, doesn't look her age. I don't mind that it ages her because, like, I do think it's a really nice look. Like, no, it's not like anything like abstract or anything like that. It it is more of a traditional sort of like it looks like a like glorified ruffle coat on top of a reveal. Mm-hmm. But I don't mind it. Like, I I still think it looks very nice. I do like that. Like, it's like a coat with like the ruffles underneath I think it shows her silhouette really nicely which is kind of nice to see like it gives her a nice shape I think the hair is really pretty I really like that like ponytail with like the swoop down her face very useful. I really like it it is very nice yes <laughs> very Ariana Grande <laughs> I wish it I wish it didn't have the ruffles I almost wish it was just that coat with the very slim fitting dress because we saw how successful Scarlett's very simple look was yeah. I like the peach and the orange together. I don't need the ruffles. I think it could have been really nice, like kind of futuristic Terry Mugler. Just fifth like, element. <laughs> yeah, fifth element, uh, Eon Flux, reference, mm-hmm. reference, reference. But as is, it's a little like Judy Jetson Hooker meets <laughs> Charlotte from Rugrats meets Holiday Barbie yeah. meets Terry Mugler. It's a lot of things. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's signature Pandora box. So like, it's hard for me to think about what I would change (laughs) about it because it's just something about that style is is what she does all the time. And like, I I mean, her entrance look when she walked in was like stunning and glamorous and and surprised me. But um, yeah, like it, it makes me like I am excited because I want I started watching Drag Race in season two when I was like 11, 12 years old. And so I remember Pandora and she was my favorite and I still have like a tank top of hers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, but I am like worried about her being kind of dated in this competition. And like this look like made me nervous about that too, but we'll see. 
I don't yeah. it's not my favorite it's my favorite look I mean, I my, my, go ahead I was gonna say I don't know how nervous I am for her for a youthful eye I mean she follows my NSFW Twitter so she must have a youthful <laughs> eye somewhere <laughs> Um, yeah, my burning question is Pandora is the oldest queen of the cast and the oldest to compete on Drag Race All-Stars. Does age really matter? Um, I don't think her age matters. I just, you know, it, I think it's a matter of like, you know, whether you've like grown or evolved or tried new things absolutely. Or, 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 if you're, or if your humor is still relevant or, you know, resonant. <laughs> absolutely. Because she does definitely make jokes about her age and trying to fit in with the mm-hmm. kids and she jokes that she's still in her 20s, wink, wink. Um, so it's going to be, it's kind of like one of those things to see her next, like Jan as like mm. the oldest and the youngest, to see how, what kind of interaction that would be, which I, still I could see them, I could see them gonna... getting along. I could see them getting yeah. along swimmingly, honestly. Yeah. But as, as Pandora said in the Meet the Queens, there are a lot of personalities and a lot of loud people. And she is going to be happy to just smize for the camera and remind everyone she's there and they can go fight it out. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's well, going to be really fail so many times that technique doesn't always work, girl. Yeah, it'll, it's going to be interesting, but I, I am very excited for Pandora to come back. Um, this look for me is a two. Two for me. I like it. I'm just happy to see her. <laughs> I'll give it a two, but I, I don't love it. There are things I would change about it, but I, I'll give it a two. Can I give us like a boot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Audience, 68% to 32% boot. So right there. All right. You guys ready? Are you ready? Are we? She's (laughs) backpack again. Did we miss her? The Janice is here from season 12. Coming in eighth place, it's Jan. Ask the youngest at 28 from New York, New York. Balls, start us off with Jan, please. I love Jan because I'm I love any kind of musical theater queen and I think she is funny and I was really surprised with like her placement on her season so I mean naturally like she's one of those queens where I was just like I rolled yes of course she's back and like I'm excited to see her you know but uh like naturally she's going to be she's going to be here but seeing the rest of the cast I am a little more nervous than I was at first of like how far you know how her stamina will be like during the competition so because there is just like there's so many big personalities and and uh you know wild cards in this season that like you know she really has to hold up but she she definitely has a following she's earned her place there Mm -hmm. she's like you know but i don't know how how well it translates maybe she's learned something from the first time around and we'll we'll get to showcase that more this season yeah, um, yeah. So in the in the Meet the Queens, is she the villain in the season? Confirmed. We don't know. Are we going to get more <laughs> face cracks? Probably. <laughs> uh, as a reminder, Jan competed on season fourteen of America's Got Talent with her drag vocal trio, Stephanie's Child, which features Rose and Laguna Blue, who is not on season fourteen. And that's the biggest travesty, in my opinion. Um, she is the drag daughter of Alexis Michelle, who is still not invited back to All Stars. Uh, and Jan has spent the longest span without receiving any critiques on the main stage with four consecutive episodes. I don't know if that's going to happen again, but I can, I can see a producer being like, let's push her buttons. Don't Mm. give her a critique for a couple days and she'll go crazy. The thing that I think grounded Jan on season 12, while she was dealing with her own shit, she had Britta. Britta and Jan were so close and having that connection is very important 
I don't know if she has that kind of person this time around who can like she can go over to and be like, hey, we're both having an issue. Let's talk it out. I don't know who who can ground her. I think she's like in her own world and in a way that could put a target on her back because she is such a fan favorite in a way where you're like, get rid of her. But I think because this is her second time around, I think she's more prepared, I would hope. Um, and that's what's so crazy is because she was quote unquote prepared the first time around. Um, yeah. She studied drag race more than anybody does. Yeah, but yeah. it's a different it's a different beast if you're not used to being yeah. in front of cameras like that and you're not used to reality TV and how it works. Yeah. And Jan yeah. is very competitive. So the voting out system is going to be really fun to watch with her. That's true. I was going to say like, you can learn as much as you can about the show through watching, but it's really not till you're on it that you really learn a lot of like the meat of the show because yes, you can learn the competition side of it mm-hmm. through watching, but at the end of the day, it's a reality show first. Mm-hmm. And so like, you can't learn the production side of it. You can't learn all of those things unless you know everyone who's ever been on Drag Race and you like pick their brains, you're not going to know that stuff. Yeah. So I think I mean, they do, it can help them a little bit. From a producer standpoint, I'll like, I don't know anything about any of the challenges or spoilers or anything from a producer. If I was producing it, she's going to win the musical challenge, no matter what, like that's just the redemption arc she's going to get. I mm-hmm. will bet the house on it. She's going to win that challenge. Even if she's terrible, she's going to win it. Um, Have they been but, doing musicals on all stars? Well, no, but they, they do things similar. They, so if you think about yeah, all stars too, they had like the music challenge about like all like the powerful women. Okay. So yeah. that, sort of thing hmm. or, or oh, it's right. just whatever singing challenge obviously yeah. the i'm in love challenge last right there you go yeah. yeah um but this also they they filmed this after they filmed season 13 so she went, went knowing I, I'm, I'm not sure if she they passed cross paths or not but she knew rose's placement um going into the season so that probably is going to put a massive fire under her ass to do extremely well um so listen she's gonna she has people who love her and she's gonna give you good television no matter what i'm excited for the competition part of her to come out yeah the look is by bunny Bufly, nails by nails for queens hair by crimson who we love um, this is fucking fierce. This is incredible. Like this is honestly what Silky so should have good. done in terms of like <laughs> like because like Silky had a very similar material, but mm-hmm. didn't utilize it the right way. Mm-hmm. This, this is, is a really statement good. piece. Yeah. Um, the hair could have been bigger because she is such a petite uh, queen, but th- this is just out of this world for her. I love it. The colors are gorgeous. I love everything about it. I wish the waist because the hip pieces come up instead of just going straight yeah. out it distracts from her waist a little bit so she doesn't look as as like curvaceous I guess is what I'm looking mm-hmm. for as I think she could but I think the colors are gorgeous the material is really interesting and different and new and exciting um, so I do and it's overall fun. like it it's fun seeing her in blonde yeah it's also a nice play on a bodysuit Mm-hmm. Where like it is a bodysuit, but like it's so heavily stylized. It has so much going on. Where it's like, it's a bodysuit, but still really good. Still yeah. good enough for a promo shoot. Yeah, it's not um, from Amazon.com. Mm. 
Okay, I stand that though. I still stand that ruffle coat. <laughs> that ruffle no. shoulder bullshit. No. It's no, so no, bad. No, no, I love no. it. <laughs> no. I I have it and mine looks better than that one did. Sorry. Well, no. would you wear this? Oh, I I absolutely would wear this. I actually really love this look. It looks like, I don't know, she like is like a pixie who like emerged from the embers of a fire or something like that. I just wish it were like, like Fifi said, I wish it were bigger. Like maybe just not just the hair, but the wings or something too. Um, You know, like it could just be even like larger than life. Cause I mean, that's, yeah. 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 This is a statement piece. Um, my burning question for her is Jan is the youngest contestant and appeared most recently compared to the other competitors. Has Jan grown enough to return or will she see the same fate as she did on season 12? Obviously Aja was one of those situations where she came back next season, blew us all away and did it incredible. We'll see how Jan does. I, I think it could definitely be um, a, a too soon situation because you do need some space after going through season 12 that was a hard season i mean she sat at home for six months so i think she had plenty of time true true but she maybe not to make money but right she didn't she didn't get the experience to travel the world meet money meet the people um, get the following that way right yeah but you know what she got merch with her face on it and rose wore it on season 13 so that (laughs) was all you needed um i love this look i'll give it a two oh it's a two yeah, two. Yeah, this is a two. Audience, 88% two, 12% boot. Is that our lowest okay. percentage? I think it is so far. Uh, maybe. All right. Coming in at the fifth spot, rounding out our cast from season 11, it is Akira C. Davenport, age 33 from Houston, Texas. Um, where is the body? Miss Akira is the body. She's gone from pageant to fashion queen. Futuristic rooster is in the house. She is the first Davenport to reach the finale on her original season. She is the third Davenport overall, after Kennedy Davenport and Monet Exchange. She was part of the first ever six-way lip sync against fellow All-Stars, Raja O'Hara and Scarlett Envy. And if you didn't know, Akira was featured in Taylor Swift's music video for You Need to Calm Down, alongside Trinity K. Bonet. I love Akira. Um, She had a very very tough season because she was the underdog she also was the front runner and when it became the the game of brooklyn versus evie with silky just running her mouth akiria got lost so i'm excited that akiria gets to have this opportunity just wish she wasn't there with silky again because i just don't see that benefiting her um but I think she is one of the strongest quote unquote pageant queens the show has ever seen mm-hmm. um, because she is the full package. Balls, how do you feel about Akira? I'm excited. Like you said, to, I wish that she didn't have to be there with Silky. I wish there was some distance. Like it is a shame sometimes because it is reality television. They want the drama and things like that. And they want to bring back certain people in pairs or, you know, whatever to kind of, you know, milk those, those storylines or whatever. And, and I wish it were more about getting to showcase the actual talent of these Queens. Cause she is so like talented and she's fun to watch. And yeah, it's, it's kind of like a bummer, but 
hopefully we'll get to see that this season. Like who knows, maybe Silky does go home sooner and yeah. you know, we get to see more of her. So well, isn't how do you feel about Akira? I really enjoy them. I'm super excited to see more of them. The only thing I'm a little nervous about is because it is very much the like voting system when it comes to elimination. She is such a threat. Yes. I worry that they're going to knock her out as soon as they get the chance. I'm worried that we're going to get like a Naomi Smalls elimination moment where it's like, I'm just mm-hmm. sending home who I know is tough. Because so now my, that, yeah. yeah, my burning question is Akira is coming in as one of the few finalists and quite possibly an underdog with Queens being able to eliminate each other. Will Akira be seen as a threat and be taken out when the opportunity arises? I think that's going to be her and that sucks. Um, but she is so good. She's such a good drag queen. You like her, Fifi? She is. She is good at drag. Um, and I, I did enjoy her. I, I do agree that she got a lost a little bit in the end because of all the personalities and, um, because I was so enamored by Evie and, and Brooklyn, she did get kind of lost in the, in the fire. Um, no, I am excited to see what more. I had her pretty high because she was a t- front runner and because of her reputation in the pageant industry. And um, I know she really wants this. And I think, I think that's going to do well for her. Hopefully. Yeah. All right. Promo look, uh, look by a curious Davenport hair by Serena Chacha. So let's talk about the drama. Um, apparently this is not what she ordered and she called Serena out on the internet. Um. It looked like crap. It looked like crap. She made it work because the rest of the look is incredible. But that hair is, um, I don't know how, what it is. It I kind of, I kind of like it. And I think it's honestly my favorite part. Because, <laughs> okay. um, so I'm basing it off of when I saw the trailer. Uh-huh. I was like, why would you put words across your chest that go from armpit to armpit so you can't <laughs> yeah. read it? And yeah. also, why would you put words across your chest for a promo look? I think that's she's the, the poor, body. I think it's a poor choice. I think that it's, um, yeah, like you're going to be stuck with this image for the rest of your career, just like you are. And they're going to use this everywhere. I don't, unless it's your name, I don't want words on your promo picture, you know, like, I think that that's, I think that was an odd choice. Um, The train on it doesn't hit the floor, which bothers me. Um, The, the, the like mirror bodysuit. Okay. Sure. Um, The shoulder pieces, whatever. I think the most interesting piece is the hair. I think the rest of it is kind of tacky in a bad way. So I've heard that the hair got stylized a little, got styled a bit before the promo shoot to make yeah. it look better too. And it does photograph well. Yeah. My issue is similar with the wording in the group shot. For when I like with when I first saw the promo shot without any names and I didn't really look, I thought it said candy and I was yep. like, yep. candy how? Yep. I was <laughs> like, it, you can't read it because it's also in gold and the background's yeah. yellow. Not that they know what the background's gonna be most likely, right. but like, yeah, I I. The word having words across your chest like that, it probably looks great on on like the mannequin. With yeah. No tits. Right. Well, but. she. I'm also. I don't know if it was her choice or the photographer's choice. I'm glad they made her hold it so that you could read the words, because otherwise yeah. it would have been even worse because it would have just said odd. 
Yep. <laughs> that's the fair, B that's fair. and the Y don't span her her bust. Yep. Oh, and no. that was the that was the issue with the full body shot with the full group shot is mm-hmm. you can't read the text. Nope. I think the garment looks better laying down yeah. because the train looks kind of cool laying down I and agree. like her body looks sick, but like you can't read it, so it's like there's a loss on both ends. Yeah. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Falls, where where are you falling on this one? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I I actually think it's a cool look overall. I like the whole yeah. look. Yeah. I I just am also frustrated by the words. One because, as Phoebe said, why do, why would you want words into your promo shoot? It should be just about you. And I guess mm-hmm. like, if you want to be remembered as the body, like that's then I show guess, your body. But, but, <laughs> yeah, but like yeah, exactly. Show don't tell. You yeah. know, and and it's frustrating again that like you get so just. I feel like I get distracted trying to read it even though I know what it says now like I'm Mm. all of my attention goes to the word body and if you just take that away and I look at the look overall Mm -hmm. I feel like it looks 10 times more stunning it looks so cool it does also look a little like a little bit like a high-end version of Kennedy Davenport's check-in look Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean like I think had had this been her worker entrance I would have been so into it as a room sure. entrance, I think it's perfect. I think as a promo look, it doesn't work for me. I That's agree. fair. I agree. I'm going to give it a two. I'm going to have to boot it. Boot from Fifi. I still give it a two. The audience was 91% two, 9% Wow. Boot. They love this one. They really? Were I kind of, of yeah. like hate it. Like, They're going to hate us. Yeah, I kind of hate it, girl. Sorry. All right. Coming in at fourth place. From season three and All Stars one, it is Yara Sofia. Um, yes. Insert unintelligible chatter here. Beefy, um, <laughs> start us off with Yara. Oh, I love Yara Sofia so much, like so much. She just makes me smile. Um, I am glad that she's on an All Stars where she doesn't have to do a group thing. I'm glad that both her and Alexis both kind of got the opportunity to shine as individuals, and I think sure. that that's what I'm so excited about because. Loved her on her season, even loved her on All Stars. I um, I don't know if I would have gotten rid of Raven and uh, Juju, but I would have loved to have seen Yada and Alexis in the top on that season, um, the the forgotten season that no one speaks of. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, I'm excited about her. I love her personality. Um, I'm ready for another Latinx winner, if you ask me. Um, because I was literally going through my head the other day. I was like, have we never had a Latinx winner? And then I remember Bianca Del Rio. And I was like, oh, wait, yeah, yeah we have. But it's been a minute. Also, and, isn't, isn't Violet and, Latinx? Not that I know of. It's possible. I think, I think um, Violet is Puerto Rican. Oh, well, there's that. But also there's that season. So um, <laughs> love Violet, but it's... It, that season was to me I think it was poorly produced and poorly written and I think that's the problem with that season I don't think it was the contestants I think it was the production um but anyways yeah. I'm so excited for Yara Sophia I'm excited to see her back I know not I'm not giving any spoilers because I don't any I don't know anything but I keep hearing things through the grapevine people are like oh I think she goes something first or I think she's not going to do very well da, 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 and I'm that just makes me so upset and I right. really want her to go all the way to the end and I would yeah you have her, her as your winner pick I just love her so much. Yeah, and that so that's the that's my big thing with Yara. So 
She appeared on an episode of Skin Wars, which is judged by RuPaul. Mm-hmm. Um, alongside Carmen Carrera, she was one of the first queens to be part of a double Shantae. She won the same amount of challenges in two different seasons with a total of one win. And she's a Miss Congeniality winner. My thing here is, again, when it comes to alliances, who is she, who is she paired with? Who, who are her people? Um, I, have, I have a thought on that. I, th- yeah. I would hope, this is what I would think, is that because she's from an older season and because she's so beloved that a lot of people would save her is what I would think. But yeah. it could be the opposite and that because she's so beloved and because she's such a fan favorite, they see her as a threat. I like, don't know. does she have a relationship with Pandora at all? I could see, um, I could see yes. a congeniality thing going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. She, she's definitely going to be one of those wild cards because she is so unique and she is mm-hmm. so, she's a very specific kind of drag. Um, and there's kind of not very many people like her, so. No, and that's what is going to be interesting. Does what she does relate to what they do currently on drag race is it going to translate um literally and how much the the subtitles are going to be <laughs> season but she's kooky rue loves her for that and my burning question is will the others see her as a threat to win it all and place her as a target on her back balls do you like yara i am obsessed with yara sophia i was so excited to find out that she was on this season mm-hmm. i've seen her perform live she puts like so much emotion into her songs and she has such a presence and like she has something about her style too that is very, very unique that I am just like obsessed with. And and I, f- I feel like she really like gives her all into challenges. Like she came for a show that we were doing on campus or something like that. And, or not something, but, but or yeah, anyway, it was, and uh, <laughs> um, it was themed. It was themed like Dungeons and Dragons or something. And she came and she dressed in theme and did a song in theme for the show specifically, like just a college gig that she was like getting to do. And I feel like she always did that like on her season. And so that's why I'm so excited to see like what she does on all stars because I know that she's going to put a lot of effort into like everything that she does. Absolutely. And, and she, yeah. She's such a fun personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well this look, no designers listed on social media. So I can't give credit to anybody, but balls, do you like this look? Are you a fan of it? I do. It's not my favorite. It's, I feel like it makes her look a little bit shorter. Um, mm-hmm. But I do, I do still like, like the, the headpiece I think is really cool um and and the, like the boots and stuff and it is very signature Yara Sophia so I mean like if nothing else we know like to like what to expect you know, mm. this is her coming yeah. in she's not trying to be somebody else or anything yeah yeah I mean th- my big thing is it I think singularly she looks great in the group she does get a little lost because she yeah. doesn't have anything that's so extravagant yeah. but right. I, I think this is quintessential Yara Sophia th- this is what she does this is what she wears and for a, a promo look, good on her. Good job. Yeah, her her body looks great. I mean, I love her body. I almost wish she this wasn't the pose they went with because it kind of doesn't do her much justice. Um, she looks great for like a regular promo shot, but for a drag race promo shot, she doesn't like you said, she doesn't really stand out much. Yeah, yeah I don't have much else to add. I would say just about the same. I'll give her a two. I enjoy this. I'll toot, toot, but I'm I'm pretty neutral on it. Very soft. Yeah. Yeah, a soft toot is right. Audience was 72% to 28% boot. I think we're all excited for Yada Sophia. Who knows how she's going to do, but um, 
I feel like she's not going to ruin anything. So it's exciting to have her back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. In third place, two people have this one as their winner pick. Coming from season two, Kylie Sonique Love. Um, we'll, we'll just mention the entrance line now. You've got female. Excellent perfection. So good. Oh my God. So good. Um, poison, Poison, kick us off. I am extremely excited for them. Not only do they look a lot like Madonna, like when they're out of their full makeup, which like, which just like hits me really deep. Like they, their face just looks like Madonna and that makes me happy. That has nothing to do with them. That's just me being weird. <laughs> I just, I think they're stunning. I, we got to see a little bit of them on the holiday, on the Holosley special too. And I do think they shined really brightly during that Holosley special too, which I thought was very nice. I think they had some really great looks there. They had a really great TV personality. And I just, I genuinely think they have what it takes to win. That's sort of where I have them. I agree. Um, so Kylie is the first contestant to come out as transgender and was already transitioning prior to her first appearance on the show, but stopped hormones before she left for filming. She is the first and only transgender queen to appear under two different drag names on the show, now as Kylie Sunique Love. She appeared on the Holiday Special alongside Eureka and has appeared on TV shows including Jay Leno's Tonight Show, Family Jewels with Gene Simmons, The Mentalist, L.A. Hair, Jonah Melissa, and Joan Knows Best. The glow up is real. Um, obviously, for me, my burning question is the fans were slayed during the Holiday Special and demanded her to return for All Stars. She's back. Does she have what it takes to take the crown? And that's going to be the big thing is how... Um, Rue is going to handle the situation because we all know Rue's. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, al- I also think Rue is waiting for, unfortunately, I do think Rue is waiting for a moment to pander. Correct. And yeah. I, I think um, with the result being what the result was for season 13, mm-hmm. I think Kylie has a very good shot of winning because mm-hmm. Rue wants to be able to say, look, we crowned a transgender contestant. Um. Well- with but the, that's not with, taking anything away yeah. from Kylie as no, an entertainer because super entertaining. they're incredible. Yes. yes. No, with the with the Gottmik comparison, I would say, like, I genuinely think that RuPaul was surprised by how much they loved um, Gottmik. So I think yeah. that hopefully that's changing her tune and getting her a little bit more excited about that trans people can do drag and that it is an art form that they can excel at and that they belong um i i i i'm so excited for sonique i had her pretty high on my list um just because i've kind of been waiting for her for since like all stars two um and i i do follow her on social media and like her whole thing with the hollis Light special and how they she actually had the exact same entrance uh tagline that she wanted to use and they would not let her yeah um at the time and then basically she got she told everyone about it and they were like well it's not as i guess it's not as bad as we thought it was going to be um (laughs) and people were excited about so i'm glad they finally let her do it or that she didn't ask and didn't tell um (laughs) so yeah yeah, i yeah i'm stoked yeah 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 because it it, yeah (laughs) i I was just saying that because it is such a smart like remark and Mm -hmm. and 
I, it's it's about damn time that we have someone on the show who has the 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 daring and and the the talent and the 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 spark and confidence to do that. So like, I'm really excited to see her on this season. Yeah, um, I mean, if 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 Akira says she was the body, no, 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 no. Kylie Sonique Love is the body. Um, at age 38, yeah. this this body is banging. Yeah. Um, let's talk about this look. Um, look so by Michaela and Kylie Sonique Love. It, no one else could do this. No right. one. That, mm-hmm. Like, if you want to be the body, Akira, you should have worn something like this. <laughs> like, Kylie Sonique Love really said, "Fuck you!" To she pissed on everyone at this runway. This is my absolute favorite runway look for this promo shoot. Yeah, um, that's it. She she it's did kill so a couple Muppets hot. here. Um, <laughs> that, that, that's okay. We killing Muppets is fine sometimes, but. As long as Piggy is not judging. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, no, this 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 look is dynamite. I I love the fur and I love the I do love the look. I wish it I wish it was a little more like more something, more drag, more over the top. Maybe even the hair was more over the top, or she had something or done something different with the fur to like kind of add to the look. That's what's interesting to me is like, again, this is your promo show, yeah. shoot. This is your chance to remind everyone who you are. And this was her way of being like, this is who I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. Love it. So I think in, in a way it is a statement. Um, and yeah, sure. She went with like the nude color as the base color with mm-hmm. the fur as the helper to make it cohesive with the mm-hmm. color scheme. But it's, it, it's incredible. I'm very, very, very excited for Kylie. Um, she's my winner pick. I really think this one is. Um, we always knew Sonique was talented. She was on a very weird season two. Mm-hmm. I think she's got the goods for what current drag race is. Well, and I think at the time she was young and she was dealing with her transition and mm-hmm. on a show that was not allowing her to be herself. Right. So that she got in her head and I think that she allowed her demons to kind of overtake her. And I think that's why she didn't succeed as much yeah. as she could have. And I'm not a doctor, uh, but I'm sure stopping because you oh, mentioned yeah. how they stopped mm-hmm. hor- she stopped hormones before getting on season two. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that has other consequences too, in mm-hmm. terms of like emotions and whatnot. So I'm sure that didn't happen. Well, and body dysmorphia, like if suddenly Absolutely. you're growing hair again and you weren't growing yes. hair, that's going to mess with your head. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. so much going on. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. Again, my my concern here, same thing with Yara, same thing with Pandora. Are they a trio? Are they going to know each other? Who does Kylie have in her um, alliance? Um, or is it going to be one of those situations where it's like a hands-off thing where no one wants to? A Latrice moment. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. I'm excited. You ready for number two? Sure. Yes. Coming in at number two, from season seven and All Stars two, it's Ginger Minj. Balls start us off with Ginger. Okay, Ginger is so fucking funny. So she was she was at my like number one place because I I just yep. felt like she, I, I it, it, she just felt like I don't know something in my soul is saying that she's probably like their like producers pick if they were trying to you know mm. predict who's going to make it to the end. Um, Cause she is like really talented and, and just like a classic drag artist, you know, something about her drag feels very, very like 
classic in terms of our, you know, westernized American like understanding of drag, at least in my mind. Um, but I don't know. She she is like she's just so fucking funny. She's so funny, and she also like dresses like well for her size and has like mm-hmm. I don't know just a there's something about her that's just so like I know there was some kind of like drama on their season with the old lady brigade or whatever but it was never anything that was very serious or really like harmful or mean in my opinion and I yeah I don't know I like her so I would be excited to see her go go towards the end Ginger for me was the queen that I realized that there is a drag character on Drag Race and there's a drag queen who is a performer on stage. Mm-hmm. It took me seeing her shows at the Beachman to realize she is fucking good at what she does. Mm-hmm. Um, my burning question is Ginger is a clear front runner coming into the season, but with the novelty of a plus size queen just being crowned with Lawrence Chaney on Drag Race UK too. Does Rue need to crown Ginger now, or will another queen get the honor? And that's going to be something to think about because she, I have her in my number two slot. Um, Ginger considers herself a glamour toad. She appeared in the Netflix movie Dumplin', which is really cute. Her drag daughter is Camp Wanakiki season two winner Tora Hyman. Um, she is the first queen in the franchise to compete on two separate All Stars. That is not All Stars one. There is the rumor, I don't know how true it is, that she was the last-minute replacement on All-Star 6 taking a Dordolano spot. Hmm. So, yeah, I, I heard Morty on that, and that apparently it's because they wanted Adore to change something about her talent show number, and oh. that's why Adore dropped. Don't know how true so it is. Every, yeah, so everything Ginger was doing was literally last-minute. Um, mm-hmm. I know we're not talking about entrance looks, but dear God. Oh, God. Um, You'll I, get to I that do next love, time. Yeah, I know. I, I I adore Ginger. I think she's a sweetheart. Every time I've gone to speak with her at DragCon and she and the beach, when she's always mm-hmm. been so supportive and so loving. Um, I really think this isn't. She's it's her to lose. Mm-hmm. She's so good. I think she yeah. really has a chance to like looking at this cast as opposed to All Stars too. I do yes. think she has a better chance of sticking out in this cast. Mm-hmm. So, but um, I think I'm, she need she needed to be on All Stars too for us to have her on All Stars. Oh yes, oh two hundred percent, two hundred percent. Well, again, she was on that she was on that season. Uh, yeah. So, but she is she yeah she's the consummate professional. She does classic drag. She is classic drag to me. She's if you look up in the dictionary what a drag queen is, you're going to get a picture of someone that looks like Ginger Minj, and. <laughs> yeah there's nothing wrong with that and it's been i don't think we've ever really had a winner that does like classic classic old school drag i think the closest thing would probably be bianca yeah Mm -hmm. um let's look at the look a little bit hair by integration jewels by gems by genesis look by mondo guerra um Mm -hmm. i don't like it i really don't like it at all see i like it i don't like the photo I like it. There's I don't so like the many photo. parts to it. There's, yeah. it's just, I like it. I actually do like it quite a bit. I yeah. have to disagree. And I, I think I would think love it on stage. I would love it on stage. The sequins, sure. the feathers. It looks expensive. It looks fun. It looks great to perform in. But literally all she had to do to make this photo work is switch her weight to the other leg. So that yeah. the leg out is the one that's exposed and not the one that has all this stuff on it. So right. it's, the garment I think is great. I think it's a bad photo. 
Yeah, I think the right. photos are best. <laughs> I also think the it would have been better too if we could see more of her shape because Ginger does know how to shape her body so well, and I feel yeah. like this just makes her look very square. Um, yeah, don't think, put feathers on your waist. That's always not a good idea. I think the look is supposed to sort of emulate a dress with like a dressing robe on top. That's mm. it feels like a Catherine Delish on top with like a sequin little number underneath. And I wish she wore it more like a Catherine Delish robe and not so mm. like that. It's a little so Dr. Wow. Seuss to me, and I think that's why I'm kind of into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she looks oh, yeah. like a who. Was, she looks like a who. It, I love it. I was going to say, is it the, uh, the who or the Lorax that I'm thinking? Of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little Lorax, <laughs> a little who. It's a little... I do think she picked... I do think she picked the right color yellow though for hair, whereas other people did blonde. I think the yellow with the whole group shot actually pops, whereas a lot of the other yellow hair and blonde hair, a lot of the blondes, like Eureka's, for example, really fades into the background in the group shot, but hers really does stand out, which is nice. Yeah, yeah her hair and her face pop for sure. I wish the the pink was maybe like a deep orange color or something like that just like a warmer color because for a reason the pink just looks like it's like throwing me off mm, but yeah. i like the look over yeah but again this is camp this is this is her that she knows how to make herself mm. look fun i still will give it a boot though compared to everyone else i'm gonna <laughs> oh i'm still gonna shoot it i just I i'm excited it, yeah. i'm excited i'd toot it the, the audience was 57 percent toot 43 oh, wow. boot Wow. All right. Are we ready for who, based on our rankings, is our winner? Ooh, it's I... Trinity K. Bonet from season okay. six coming in seventh place. I am surprised because none of yeah. us had her as our no. winner pick, but we all had her so high, high that that's how the numbers mm -hmm. went. Um, I'm not mad, honestly. Yeah Trinity, yeah. yeah, Trinity K. Bonet is ready to slay. If you didn't remember, she appeared in the Taylor Swift music video for You Need to Calm Down. She is the second contestant to come out as being HIV positive after Angina. Mm -hmm. She is the first contestant to ever receive only toots on Fashion Photo Review. Trinity is the fifth contestant from season six to appear on All Stars after Adore Delano, Bendela Cram, and Milk, and Gia Gunn. She appeared on The Ellen Show, where she lip-synced alongside Ellen to The Greatest Love of All by Whitney Houston. <laughs> Trinity has always been one of those queens for me that was so good on a very, very difficult season mm -hmm. that just never got the attention because after the show, it was all about the, the top three. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like people almost took for granted, I think, how much talent was on that season, how much talent she had yeah. at that time. Yeah. Like, like, and they, they kind of took it for what it was and was like, well, I got to see this great, like, you know, cast of drag queens on this one show. And then like, it comes down to their real life and their real jobs. And they don't get all the bookings that everyone does because they're not Bianca Del Rio or Adore or Courtney who like, they had such a huge following before getting on the show, right. you know, they're, they're, they're all legends in their own right. And like, now, now I feel like it's turning these time to like actually fucking show everyone like, yeah. like, don't forget about me, you know? You know she was so, is so good. Mm -hmm. That is a good point because season six, like you really do only think about the top three a lot of the time, despite the mm -hmm. fact that like, even the ones that didn't do well in all their challenges, like there were some that were just such great personalities and you know, I'm biased, but Joss and Fox, such a great TV personality. Mm -hmm. Like her runways weren't the best, but like 
she's just good TV. Same thing with like, I mean, you had somebody like Darian is hysterical, but alongside all these other hilarious queens, where do they go? Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, because it really is the top three because they were that trio, the ABC. Then you have the D with Darian, who was always mm-hmm. tied to Benda Creme and their rivalry. And then you kind of almost jump down to Milk as the next big name from the cast because of um, all the photo shoots and everything that Milk did. Mm-hmm. And then you have Laganja and Gia because mm-hmm. of their ties to Alyssa. I mean, you rarely ever get to Trinity in that conversation, even yeah. though she is so good at what she does. But go back and watch it and you will remember that she is such a standout and she really rises to the occasion. I think it's a slow rise, which I think was her detriment is that it took her so long to prove why she was there and prove why she was cast and prove what she does successfully because she obviously Mm -hmm. did not do it quickly. (laughs) She took her sweet time proving what she could do successfully. (laughs) And um, yeah, I'm excited. I've been waiting for her and also she's one of those I've just followed on social media and I'm always in shock and awe by what she does and what she can do and how good she does that. Yeah. She's, she's brilliant. Yeah. I mean, you definitely saw her struggle on the show and we watched her struggle. um, And she almost felt a little upset by her struggle. So you didn't really connect with her, but I think my burning question is her time to shine is here is Trinity the underdog of the season once again? I think she is because they're not, you're not going to see her as a threat until it's too late again. They're she's not expecting ha- to see her. Not at all. No. Um, no. She, again, because the fans have wanted to see her. It took her till All-Star 6 to finally get here, but she's here. And I think she's going to show why it she was overlooked for so long. And I'm excited. Um, this look is by Devon Williams. I think it's stunning. Um, it's it's a gorgeous color. I love how it fades. My only issue is I hate the blue contacts. Mm. <laughs> oh, it takes it away from me. But otherwise, that hair is stunning. Like, this is just beautiful. She looks like walking pastel cotton candy tangerine dream. Yeah. I'm obsessed. Yeah, I like so it. Good. Even though I'm not a big Tool fan, I think Tool is a little overplayed in terms of fashion right now because everyone's doing it. But it doesn't look like Tool. No. It really does look like confection. It looks, the way they have it cut and everything, it, it actually gives it a texture that isn't just mm-hmm. poof. It, she looks like a smoke bomb. Yes. Yes. Like, yes she looks like a smoke perfect. bomb. Yes. I don't love the hair. Honestly, if I'm honest, I don't love the hair. I think it looks, the texture is kind of funny to me. Um, It looks a little overworked and I don't think it actually flatters her face because her face to me is beautiful. And I think she looks a little harsh here. It's not not the right color with the dress. Yeah. The, the, the hair, because it's such a bright orange and she's got this like creamsicle orange at the bottom, it makes it look cheap. Um, That's fair. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's a little shiny. I don't know. I just, I don't love it. Um, but the dress is beautiful. Yeah. I, I'm going to give it a two. I enjoy it. Oh, yeah. It's a two. Two, 100%. I'm going to be the asshole and boot it. <laughs> right. Audience. What? Audience was 87% to 13% boot. I, I think this is really interesting. How, how did you feel about how we ranked everybody with the order that it came out? Any surprises for you? Not, not for me. Not really. Not I think. Really. Yeah, I think yeah. it was fair. 
there was a few people that I had ranked lower that ranked much higher, but mm. like a lot of that was just me not knowing their drags well either. So yeah. I like I think most of my spots were around where I placed them. That's fair. So I really yeah, quickly I, before oh go ahead. Oh no no that's I was just gonna agree basically. So. <laughs> well I like <laughs> Sorry, to um, go through the Instagram counts before the season starts to just see what kind of journey the the, the contestants are going into oh. and how they uh, venture out of it. Last season was our first time we had someone with a million followers enter. Um, an all-star season we don't have that this season um mm. but we're going to go from lowest to highest lowest is serena cha-cha with forty-six thousand. next is raj o'hara at one oh eight thousand. jiggly caliente 199 silky nutmeg ganache 241 kylie sunik love 248 akira c davenport 281 yara sophia 315 trinity k bonet 362 andora box 366 Scarlet Envy, 465, Eureka, 513, Ginger Minge, 521, and Jan at 523. It's going to be a long journey for, for Jan or Eureka to get to that 1 million. I don't know if it's going to happen by the end of the season, but always want to support them if that happens. Um, the one that surprised so Jan, me was Pandora. Me too. I was yeah, surprised that Pandora yeah. was that high. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm glad. So she, I'm happy. I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's been around. She, she knows how to do it. But um, Jan definitely is the fan favorite of the season, and we'll see if that plays any factor going in. But I, I, I went into this podcast being like, I think this is going to be the worst season ever. Talking to you all, I'm a little more excited. So I want to thank you for that, because that, <laughs> that takes a lot for me to be changed by a single podcast. <laughs> Where can the listeners find y'all on social media and Venmo? Fifi, start us off. You can find me on all social media at Fifi Dubois DQ, F-I-F-I-D-U-B-O-A-S-D-Q. Same on Venmo, Instagram, Twitter, Angie's List, Craigslist, all the good stuff, you know. Balls next. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and you can Venmo me at Balls with a Z, MC Moon. Z as in Liza, but with less talent. Um, yeah. <laughs> and Poison. You can find me on... Um, oh goodness um, Facebook at Poison Envy you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Pick Your Poise P-I-C-K-Y-O-U-R-P-O-I-S-E Venmo is Poise hyphen Envy hyphen the number one because Pick Your Poise was taken or if that's not your fancy you can find me on OnlyFans and NSFW Twitter at Yeehaw Twink One there's the plug there's the plug, there's the plug. Oh, thank you all for joining me um i'm excited to chat with you as the season goes on see how our predictions unfold but thank you again and happy pride happy pride happy pride thank you for having happy us bye the biggest thanks to my panel for coming on subscribe on apple Podcasts, google play spotify soundcloud or stitcher and leave us a review while you're there if you have any questions or comments drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link like listen love until next time i'm michael block that was Block Talk.